0: Well, hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Average Superstar TV. I'm your host, Lauren Leprey. Please give us a like, subscribe, comment, and share. Please subscribe to us on Facebook and YouTube. We have a new episode that drops every Monday morning at 5 a.m., also available on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and Amazon. And this week, we go back into the convention circuit. For all us horror movie fans, we we a lot of us travel the country to check all these things out. And standing here is one of the leading guys for one of the leading conventions. So I'd like to welcome, please give a warm welcome, everybody, to Ryan Scott Weber of the New Jersey HorrorCon. Thank you so much. Yes. It's awesome to be here. Thank you. Absolutely. You know, um lo- this love. Promoting I mean, they, they, all conventions. I would say all the conventions give me great weekends of my life. They just do just straight up. I know. agree. I agree. I've had a lot
1: of those good weekends even before I did the show.
0: Yeah. So, mm-hmm. but let's hit the rewind button. So right. going back to your youth mm-hmm. was or something that this came natural to you or did this, did you get the bug when you are early teens like what's your, what's your history of your earliest memory of of loving horror movies well i always uh, always loved horror movies when i was little and i would my parents would let me watch
1: them so that was good uh you know watch nightmare on elm street leprechaun people under the stairs uh, you know i would watch be able to watch those even non horror movies like i went to see pulp fiction when i was 14 um and uh you know i just had a love for movies always um i started making my own movies and that led me to the conventions and being at them and meeting celebrities and loving back to the future really i met tom f wilson at the first chiller theater i was ever at in uh, maybe if. 2009 i think it was 1999 maybe um, um or 2000 and um so uh I go way back with the shows and um i just love the vibe so I, you know, and this horror was always um, unique to me. And, like, I feel like, you know, as an indie filmmaker, I could always, uh, horror was kind of easier to do than, like, a comedy because you need somebody really funny to be in the comedy or a drama. You need a really good actor. And, you know, the horror genre, the actors can be kind of,
0: Okay, they (laughs) allow allow errors. It's like the yeah the genre that you could kind of get away with a few Mm -hmm. things.
1: Yeah, I really like that part of it, and like I like the gore part of it, and um, make make making fake fake blood or special effects, and um, so I just really loved all the aspects of that. And I saw at Chiller, um, theater, um, really a, a lot huge, just a dedicated fan base, and that's kind of what led me to kind of start making my own movies. Um, And I showed four of them there, Um, and uh, it was standing room only. Um, I was very proud of that, and I was actually a guest at Chiller for almost seven years in the same room with Zachary the Kugel before he passed away. Mm. Um, I was in that same room, and I got close with him, and uh, they just kept having me back. And it was a it just built to this whole thing where I was like, okay, uh, I just this is what I love to do. Love to come. I would look forward to conventions and the horror genre, like, just, just being there all the time, so. So, growing up, like, what, what were some of your favorite movies? Well, definitely Nightmare on Elm Street, I think, and like I said before, People Under Stairs, uh, Leprechaun, Warwick Davis was amazing. And Jennifer uh, Aniston? Yeah, <laughs> and, Mar- and Mark Holton, who's been on my show before. Yeah. Uh, I got to meet Warwick at uh, one of the chillers as well. Um, but, I don't know. I just, uh, I like Friday the 13th, like everybody else too. And like, you know, the normal Halloween, I mean, I actually appreciate Halloween later in life more than I did when I was younger. Um, and I like the obscure ones too. Like, um, like I think it was like return of the living night of the living dead and, or just night of the living dead. Um, like the one that's black and white i mean that started all the original the the, the birth of the flesh-eating zombie yep yeah john russo wrote that and he's been a bunch of my shows too and i've been lucky to have him um uh, i worked at a video store for 10 years so i saw like every horror movie that ever came out um
0: i think that's anyone you know anyone the last you know since the flip of the century you know any teen yeah. I was definitely one of them, but I remember like I had nothing to do growing up. Oh, yeah. So I we didn't have Blockbuster or Hollywood Video that where mm-hmm. I where I grew up for a lot of years. So it was this mom and pop stores and yep. I had nothing to, I would go walk to the to all of them. Yeah. And I would go to the horror movie and I'd just read the box covers from front to back and then you're yeah. like, "Oh, this is that director." And then like is that that guy from that movie, and you're just you're walking back and forth with the boxes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes like, yo, yeah. what are you doing over there? You're confusing things up. And it, I would it, just base
1: it, it off of the cover. If it was a cool cover, I'd take it. And usually, it's it was nothing like
0: the cover, <laughs> the movie. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember all, I I waited for rent one get one free like whatever mm-hmm. I had the week that was, yeah. and it was like. It was like I was building a house. I was there for four hours. Like I could have watched two of them and brought them back mm-hmm. by now. But like, it was always the first thing I picked up. The first two yeah. I picked up is what I rented. But I would have to inspect everything over again. <laughs> was, I I, I love that era. I think it's like a a missed art. Yeah. I think yeah. I think you would tend to want to like the movie when you paid money and rented it compared mm-hmm. to streaming. Yeah. Um i i just
1: i would get movies for free because i worked at the video store so i would just take everything i could out and i i remember taking night of the demons once and i was like oh this i just love that movie it was just so cool to me and now that i get to have them at the show it's really cool yeah it's, it's just uh, it's like a a total uh dream come true in
0: a way so it's it's definitely. I totally get you, man. But like, grow the first convention I went to, I was I was just floored. Like there there they are, you know this, yeah. this there they are. Like that's that's them. And I, I remember, <laughs> <laughs> this funny thing, I thought when you paid to get into a convention, like to meet them was already part of the tab. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember walking up to the first two people I ever met. Well, uh, the first one was. Guy we know named Doug Bradley, mm-hmm. and I said, Oh, this is so great. Oh, mm-hmm. I was like, I'll, I'll take this. And then I had uh, a hell, hell on earth. I'm one of them, I'm a Hellraiser 3 guy, people. Oh, I don't okay. care. I think it's a freaking great movie, especially mm-hmm. a club scene. Mm-hmm. But I brought that, and uh, we're going back years now when prices were way lower. But uh, he signs it, and I start walking away. He's like, Excuse me. <laughs> He's like, It's $30 for oh autographs. And I'm like, <laughs> Oh whoops number one i don't i don't have a lot of money i had enough to cover it but two i was like pinhead just told me all the money i ain't freaking arguing (laughs) it's like here you go but
1: oh yeah you don't want to upset hellraiser
0: no i don't need chains
1: (laughs) or pinhead i mean (laughs) um well you know it's it's crazy because i still get asked that question all the time uh in emails they think that
0: paying that one price is is in, and everyone's just free. That's what they think, right? Or yeah. are they asking you for that to happen? Well,
1: they they kind of ask if if that is the case, and I said no. You know, every, each table has their own prices. The celebrities set them, and you know, we have pro photo ops, and you can take photos at the table. I have to explain that it's, some people just don't understand because they've never been to a show before. So you know, yeah, It's what well, happens.
0: It, it it's crazy because. For someone like me, I've been going to cons now 20 years. Mm-hmm. So I've seen all the Robert England's, you know, the Kane Hotters. Yeah. Basically, what I'm saying is I've seen all the icons. Mm-hmm. And and for me, for a while, when I like about 10 years in, I'm like, what are these conventions going to do to keep these things fresh? And then all of a sudden I'm like, why is there such lines for these people still? Mm-hmm. Then you start so, realizing a new generation came in. Oh, Yeah, that, that's what's keeping it alive. Like, you know, you're obsolete because you met everyone already, yeah, but yeah. But that to it is it's like to, to new people that walk through the door, they're fresh. This yeah. is this, this is you 10 years ago, you know. So, I think well, that's I, why I, it's great. I try to like
1: bring in the iconic people as well as the obscure people that you don't usually see or. You know someone like you have been to shows so many times i try to bring in some new people that never done a show before um because i am also in the same boat where it's 20 been 20 plus years and you know i like to see some new people Uh i also get a lot of the same people but that's
0: because people love them so much and there's I mean, always those fans that they don't care how many times they go. They want to see them, you know? And like, Rose, one of them. Yes. You know what's crazy about her? The most – is like she's all over the place, and I always see lines. She's never, like, played out. She's it's always she has a great had personality.
1: Her personality is amazing. So yes. that's really what um, – she just has this warm, fuzzy – feeling about her and she loves uh, her fans she really does in pr- in private conversations she just is so happy and so um you know excited to be there just like the fans
0: are and she'll so. get another uh boost in the arm when terrifier 2 comes out because she has a sure. role in that too mm-hmm. uh yeah. yeah uh yeah and i'm excited for that movie to come
1: out too because i'm hoping i've been talking to damien and uh me too. The producers about uh, having one of my band songs in the soundtrack. So I you hope know. you get it.
0: Uh, I I helped Thank those you. guys. I was at uh, about sixteen days of the shoot. So wow. awesome. uh, this isn't no big spoiler, but I play a DJ in a club nice. in that movie. That and <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I could pull that off. And uh, they the. They had a Philly location, which I helped get, yeah. which was at the Fright oh. Factory in Philadelphia. I always plug that because it's a great haunted house. Frank's a great guy; everyone should check it out. But cool. very big part of the movie takes place there. That's all mm-hmm. I'm going to say. And fans should go check that out. If they travel across America to look at horror movie locations, yeah. add the Fright Factory in Philadelphia. When you see this movie, you'll know why. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's going to be awesome and it's going to be a big
1: hit. And the, like the first one and that movie really kind of defines what I'm trying to do with the shows in a way where, you know, these uh, independent filmmakers are able to show movies like almost like a terrifier or, you know, and become something like, you know, have Art the Clown be this icon now where he's everywhere. And, and like, you know, you, if that's why I want to include the film festival part in my show is because you can start there and end up being you know a John Waters or a or a, you know um, Amelia Kincaid or whatever and you can be this you know or or uh, you know this you could it's both ends of the spectrum basically and um, that movie is kind of a perfect example of that like how they come from the Indie filmmaking of low budget to
0: this huge blow up, gosh, they're great! And then you know, the, other, the, the Levy brothers, Jason and Michael, like oh, they're yeah. they're great, yeah. Steve, they're all great people, and uh, I had them multiple times, that, yeah. They're, yeah, you know, everywhere. I mean, they're really accessible to the fans too, you know, yeah. even online and stuff. So, I, I think it's great, I think it's great that you have a, a film festival involved too. I, you yeah. know, I, I had my own out of the Trocadero Liberty Massacre, so I understand about it's important to give filmmakers Mm -hmm. a stage to be seen. It it, it matters so much. I mean, uh, my film, my film, the dark military was in yours uh, for best film and best director, you know, Mm -hmm. years ago. So I always value that. Yeah.
1: And I, you know, I made four movies myself and I know how hard it is to make one. And I know how, how it's, just starts after you're done filming it, and the promotion is a whole nother part. So to promote these films and to have people see them that you know that attend the show that normally wouldn't, it opens up another audience. And I know filmmakers like to win bigger awards, so I make our awards. You are the best award. awards
0: out there. I, I mean, I'm not yeah. blowing smoke. I mean, yeah. every time I see, I, was, as I get nominated for anything, I'm like, I want that, yeah. I want that, I want that, because it's this, it's it's so unique yeah chris you know, waters, I, I think of
1: chris water's uh props for that um cobweb studios he he drew my mary horror poster for my first film um he also just done all of my work for the show like with anything that's a statue or um you know a a prop whatever um he is amazing but um you know he drew the skull picture and then i put it into the new jersey logo and did the blood and so we kind of work together on that. Um, and so it's so cool to have that as our logo and the words. And I have my own too. I made I made him make me one so <laughs> that I have one at least. Um, but uh, he, it's um, it's important to me that you know these filmmakers feel like they accomplished something by winning an award at our show. So because um, you know it, it's not easy it's not easy to make a movie. Um, it takes two years at least of your life. And uh, especially if you're writing, directing, editing, like I was, um, it's, it's uh, consumes your life. And i like, it, it, it totally
0: does. And a lot of people who don't make films don't understand that, you know, in other countries, the government gives grants and stuff for film festivals. And yeah. if you get in, a film festival over there. The film festival has money to fly you and even put you up in America. Yeah. You're on your own, so yep. you could get nominated and be like, Cool, but mm-hmm. you just bought your own self your plane flight yeah. or your drive, and you got to go there all by yourself. And it's basically, yeah, we, congratulations. we to- it's congratulations, you have another bill. That's basically what I call that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why we try to keep it low.
1: Like I always oh, try yeah. to keep like, like twenty or thirty dollars at the most, usually, depending on when you submit it. Leave the early submissions. You know, I try to. I actually don't even make enough. Uh, the submission money don't even make enough really to put the the, the film festival on. Um, it's that doesn't matter to me. It's really um I want to keep it low because I know how much money people have to spend on the movie to make it. Yes. So, because I've been there, and then once you're yeah, entering yeah, twenty, you're, you're thirty, forty well festivals, reason.
0: I think you're well in reason. And top of it all if like you're playing a horror fest with your favorite yeah. horror icons downstairs, and you know it, yeah. it, it. It it it's. I think you do it. You do justice because I, I see some of these film festivals that are just pure scumbags, and they're charging like eighty-five, a hundred dollars mm-hmm. for for you know yeah. for ninety minutes to understand. watch a film. Who's getting paid a hundred dollars to watch a movie for ninety minutes? No, you know yeah. that's.
1: Uh, And the feature films are, I noticed this, I learned a lot about this really as doing the film festival. It's really hard to get a feature film in a film festival because it takes up so much time time. of a film festival. And you're much better off putting in a short film. Um, But we do do a lot of full lengths too. We try to put as many as we can in. Um, and now that we have the House of Blues at the Showboat to have to show the movies, we have a giant screen there. It's you know sounds really good. It's all built in. Um, I think it's making a big difference. The past couple shows, we we've uh, really stepped it up. I think
0: that in the the you know viewing process. So, so. you we kind of jumped right into the con what <laughs> let's back up a second okay. when did you know you wanted to do a convention and like how did it all come together
1: um well after doing the chilla theater i was promoting my films there um paying money for a table even though i was a guest i was still paying because i was selling my merchandise and all that it wasn't a lot but i was still paying yeah and i you know i just I used to do punk shows a while ago when I was in my band in the beginning when I was like 15, 16. And I, I kind of just, you know, thought, okay, I'm of this. I used to promote shows, I used to do this. And maybe why don't I just try to put my own show on? And why am I paying for this table? I'm going to put my own show on and help other filmmakers because I'm struggling here. And I'm, you know, at the time I, I didn't know if I was going to make another movie because it takes so long. And, uh, I definitely want to do it eventually, but um, I haven't in four or five years, and I was making them consistently every year. I was making something. Um, and uh, But I said, you know, I feel like this is meant to be in a way where it's like, okay, I can feature a film. I can show other people's films and movies. And then also I love the celebrity side and the filmmaking side, uh, film the the actress and actress and directors and – being guests and going to conventions myself so i was a fan i was a vendor i was a filmmaker i was a guest at some of the horror hound at chiller at bizarre ac whatever and i just had all those experiences of every aspect of the show so that i was like i have to do this um and it was i just love being creative and it was like the ultimate creative thing i could think of i think um i know there was other shows and um i didn't want to step on toes i didn't want to um do the same thing they were doing i wanted it to be a little more indie and more like obscure um you want to stand along.
0: alone yeah you want to stand alone the best you could
1: yeah and, like we were in edison at first and yep. it was so small and it i mean the q a's and the film festival was in the same room yeah it was a tiny little ballroom and we had vendors in the hallway and everything the roof was leaking it was like a disaster but we had John Waters come and he was just incredible. First big guest to have. Um, because he's like indie film. Like yep. he's one of the big guys. And um for him to say yes and to come was amazing. And um from there, I just like you know, I just I wanted we needed something bigger. We needed something better. And I wanted to get away a little from the other shows and you know, going down to the showboat in Atlantic City was like the best idea to me, and it had the biggest space. And we, I'm like, it, it just, I had no limits down there.
0: And, and, and you so, got, you got, you got the shore. I mean, people could go outside and get yeah. air, and they're on the beach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um,
1: and I wanted to stay, I wanted a place to call home for the show. And we've been there a while now. Uh, I don't know how, you know, how long it will end up lasting, but, um, you know, we're still there, and they treat us great. And uh, they kind of let me come in and do my own thing.
0: And if I heard right, I believe next to the showboat, that parking lot in between that and ocean, I believe they bought that and they're going to make the world's biggest indoor water park is what I thought I heard down there. So
1: it's a hundred million dollar water park. Um, They've been talking about it for a couple of years now.
0: Yeah. I guess Um, they're finally going through. So, uh, you know, anyone needs to cool off, you know, from the con. (laughs) It's (laughs) indoor. Get the blood off your first. Don't go in there like that. (laughs) it's
1: indoor but the ceiling like opens up um it's that whole parking lot open area but the um the parking garage they own the hard rock owned that and now they own it back so that's where everyone would park yeah um i feel like eventually soon i would say i know april will definitely still be on the floor but i i i'm pretty sure we're going to end up moving to the second level and having the show up there which I'm not opposed to because it actually worked out pretty well. Um, the one time we had to do it for Army of the Dead because they were. I filming. remember that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That was filming. They made a whole soundstage down there.
1: And they didn't tell me until 10 days before the show. Um, That's very nice of them. So, well, there was like, there wasn't a lot of uh, people working there at that time. Now it's a whole another story, but it,
0: and, and it's also the only in Atlantic city wise, the only dog friendly hotel where you could it actually mm-hmm. stay there with your dog and you're allowed to bring your dog anywhere. So, mm-hmm. I, I, what's one thing I like about yours? Yeah. All you're, you get to pet all these dogs. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't help. I keep, I keep stopping from, it is a dogs. good
1: thing. I love dogs. And, yeah. um, I lost mine in July, but it's, uh, he was 13, but, um, I, I think I he's, that uh, one. no, no, it's okay. Yeah. I, he, you know, he, yeah. um, uh, ever lives a long life.
0: Yep. Um, I wish I
1: could have brought him down there, but he wouldn't have lasted. <laughs> yeah. Um so yeah, so I love the ground floor and all, but with the water park being there and the arcade, it might be better to be upstairs cuz we have that whole level to ourselves and also the film festival will be closer um to the show and that's kind of what I like is everything together in one Yeah. Place. Yeah. So huh. we'll see what happens, but we plan on staying there right now. Um, and I mean, I think it's a perfect place with the beach and everything. And there's so much to do afterwards. And um, it's a destination for people to go and have a good time for a
0: weekend. So, so do are you? Last year you ran there three times. Is that happening this year, or just twice? Um, it looks like it's probably just going to be um, April and September, and okay. then. So you're going back. You're going back to two, but you're spread out in Pennsylvania now, so you're not really off yeah. the hook either. Well, we
1: did. We did um, three just to kind of make up for not doing one yeah. last year. So I wanted to
0: still do. That do was a two. huge, huge, huge void for a year. Mm-hmm. Not having any kind. Con- you don't get to see everybody. You know. So you're,
1: I. I still was doing shows, but they were outside. Yeah, um, I can. <laughs> I remember. yeah. yeah.
0: They're like little
1: small ones. and um, Alicia you know, Rose was there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 And we can only do, you know, whatever we were allowed to do. But we did them and we followed the rules. And, um, you know, we didn't have an NJ Harakon for a while, but that's why I did the, the third one. And um, it worked really well in November, actually. So we might do it again What because I have two PA Harakons and two New Jerseys. So there's four. And then... Yeah. We have the new show, Classic Rewind Weekend, which is
0: like a nostalgia show. Yes, yeah, smart and idea. Then
1: I might do a second one of those, so we'll see if how it goes. But
0: but um. I, I really like the November show. Based on I, I I always hate when Halloween ends and that falling week the clocks go back. Yeah. It just really is a dabber. So like that was you had that the second week of November, yeah. and I felt that was an extra jolt in the arm. Like okay, we're you yeah. know like. Yeah, you know,
1: it was one of our best shows.
0: going for a little while longer, another two weeks. I'm cool with this. It was one of our best, I think. And
1: uh, I don't know. It was something there's a good vibe about it. And I was surprised because uh, like the winter months are hard. Yeah, they are the show. So, you know, it was a, I think people just wanted to get out and uh, and have fun. And, you know, it was well attended and it was good. It was, you know, our September show was a little tough, I thought. You're because
0: I, you you try Labor Day weekend. I think yeah, I, I it was the
1: only date that we could get there. Yeah, um, and we were actually one of the original like events there, and like us and Garden State Comic Fest were there in the beginning, and then but now there's all these boxing events and other things going on, so I have to juggle. I have to plan my dates early, or we lose our weekends. Yeah, you think you have seniority, right? That you could just kind of. Well, <laughs> they have you know they have to run a business too but um yeah. like i think it's the seventh the weekend of the 17th this time um i think let me just i have the dates here i think it was um go for it yeah it's september 16th 17th and 18th okay this year and i have eight shows actually this year um which we did want to ready january 8th which is the sideshow market, which is like a smaller in, a mini con. Yeah. Um, which is really cool too, because it's more personable with the guests and stuff and, and the celebrities. And, and there's really great vendors. We really try to concentrate on the vendors on that show. Uh, March 5th and 6th is PA Horicon. April 8th, 9th, and 10th is New Jersey Horicon at Showboat. And then we do another sideshow on May 14th, and that's outside um, of the hotel in Allentown that we, it's um, turning into a Delta Marriott um in allentown um and then the new show the classic rewind weekend is on june 25th uh june 24th 5th and 6th um that's just nostalgia 70s 80s 90s and 2000s uh celebrities all genres tv shows movies um i just kind of did the 70s and 80s so far so you'll be seeing a lot more
0: guests come out that. hey, dude that's a lot like when you're getting phone calls about them you, you gotta be confusing the dates right you have to <laughs> no, be. I have to keep uh, my excel sheets all yeah I'm gonna <laughs> say but like, what con is this one coming to like, I, don't yeah. know how, I don't know how you do it
1: well you know I got it down to a little bit of a formula now so it's that's why I've expanded a little bit to, and PA really like that Allentown area they love horror and like it's such a great to- place to do shows um, and we're going to do another one there too in August. So, um, and then September will be New Jersey again. And then there's a sideshow in October, but then November's open right now. So we'll see what ends up happening with the, either another New Jersey horror con or
0: classic rewind weekend. Yeah. One of the yeah, others. Yeah, it all pans out, man. You already got enough on your plate, but yeah, well, you know, I love doing it. It's
1: a lot of work. It's a 24 hour job. But I really love what I do and bringing people together and you know it just makes me happy to to provide like kind of a um in this
0: tough time too like something fun to do absolutely so more a uh, downer note in the last couple of weeks i know you had one, one of your big guys that helped you a lot mm-hmm. robert bruce yeah he, he passed yeah yeah
1: i was really upset about that honestly. yeah
0: yeah I mean yeah I mean everybody knew him like everybody, he everybody. was a known guy and that like guy,
1: he knew everything he knew so much about things about nostalgia and pop culture that's why they call him the pop cultures um you know i, I don't, unfortunately in the past couple of years about two years now we haven't really talked um okay. I don't even know what happened because we always we never fought or anything but it just kind of I guess we kind of had to just fall off and I was doing so much with the show and he was his own things going on and you know um, just kind of business-wise we weren't communicating Um, but as a person he was an amazing person really and uh, I really uh, I was honored to know him and be with uh, you know work with him in the beginning I asked him I said you know I'm new to this convention thing and he did Asbury Park Comic Con and I asked him to kind of be like my my uh, guide a little bit and mentor and help uh, with the, the shows um, and he did so much and connected me with so many people and uh, so he's, def- have-
0: he's definitely a footer in the foundation of what, what oh, you yeah. have going, right? Yeah, and uh, he definitely was and um, he was a big part of
1: getting it off the ground and everything. And uh, it was, he knew a lot of people, um, like even vendors, I mean, especially vendors. Um, and he, being part of Comic Book Man, he brought Ming and uh, Brian Johnson and all them to the show. And uh, it's sad because he was so young and um, I don't even know what really happened. Um, I donated to- uh, I don't know either. to, the, know. to the Memorial Fund um to help his family um i just i don't know because i lost communication i don't really know what happened but he was a really great guy like i we had so many great conversations so many times meeting up and talking we could talk for hours yeah so um he had a huge collection of things that were like probably worth so much money and he knew it but no one else did (laughs) um I remember one time I went to his old office um, in this, it was like a uh, on the second floor of a house and I had to like squeeze through because it had so much collectibles to get through to his desk. So um, he, uh, I don't know, it's, it's really it upset me a lot when I saw that. And uh, I hope, you know, I, I, my condolences to his family and, his sons and he loved them. So he always talked about his kids. So it was, uh, it's tough these days. Everybody kind of falling off. I feel like a lot of people. So
0: it, it, it is. And at the same time, I mean, I can't say there's people I, I don't fall off with every so often. It's like, you don't know when your time's up and no. how, how could you really be that perfect of a human to keep up with everybody you yeah. know too. So it's one of those, You wish you could have, yeah. You knew, but you don't. No one. I always,
1: you know, and I. It
0: was a little strange because, like, I he just
1: he didn't like kind of just stopped talking to each other. But then he stopped coming to the the shows, and I had tables for him set up for him to vend, and um, I just I don't know what ended up really happening because there was no arguments or anything like that. It was always real great conversations, so i think he just kind of kind of split apart and he was doing his own thing and um but i really you know i i love the guy i thought he was a great guy and uh it's a shame because he's like only 62 which i did not even know how old he was i didn't know either
0: i thought he was in his late 50s so regardless just 62 is young i mean it is yeah and uh
1: I mean, I don't know what happened. I but I hope I just you know hope he didn't suffer or anything like that. But yeah. it was, yeah. it's a shame because he was a, he was. A, I really uh, I did enjoy uh, working with him, but he he was difficult to work with sometimes because he really wanted we're both wanted it
0: our way. So, yeah, well, <laughs> that's, that's the East Coast mentality, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, everyone everybody's the alpha. So yeah, and, yeah, I'm sure you know he was
1: he's very proud of the show and the show and the shows we did. So, yeah. um, I'm happy he had that, that happiness and, and that we were able to he was able to see that. And I'm going to just keep going to, uh, forward to, you know, do the best shows I can every time. That's kind of what I always set
0: out to do. So. Good, good. And uh, so, yeah. So, I mean, well, is there are guests out there that you're trying to get maybe even that's something like other cons are trying to get, you know, and you're kind of trying to score them are some of these, because to me, the cons changed about 10 years ago. Cause if you remember, they were all kind of 20 and maybe yeah. some of them $25. And, and then all of a sudden astronomical prices for a lot of these, uh for the, these guests, but do you think that's just the way things have been changing or is this have to do with all the agents getting involved? Cause they um, get a cut of it. Uh, is that why the prices are going so are fluctuating? I feel like it's has to do
1: with people just trying to see how much they can get for an autograph.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, and uh, you know, people get mad at the show promoter sometimes or, that oh, but they think you're so making high. the price, like, well, right? We don't make it. Yeah, we don't make it. We be we're told what it's going to be. Um, the only thing we add on is for our photographer for the pro op, photo ops. Usually, it you know there's a five or ten dollar add on because they have to get paid that way. So, yeah. um, besides, in a lot of shows, actually, the promoter does add on money for the photo ops. I don't do that. Um but i like to keep things inexpensive so um i don't i i feel like it's the celebrity and the agent i feel like it's both where they are trying to see to gauge it but i find that the person that has the lowest prices makes the most money money. because of the deal and um i think it's not smart to be too high. And I actually have said a few times to some of the celebrities, I think this is too high. And I think you should go a little lower just because, because of you when, know
0: when you really think about the weight used to be this the simple twenty dollars. Yep. If there's Three a line, you're making twenty dollars a minute to yeah. meet someone who thinks you're amazing. Yeah. A minute. It's not and yeah, you should get
1: a free photo up.
0: Yeah. Free photo. It, it's just one of the reasons about you know one of our legends he's passed on but like Sig Hag, he didn't, he wouldn't change his price. I know he was outspoken about that but some of the prices that these other you know people were trying to charge. Yeah. You know? I I I in my
1: experience, keeping it low, it will, it will your line will be out the door. Um, but if you're too high, they're gonna look at it and walk away. And it sucks because they want to if even if they, you know. I've seen people say, oh, I love this person, but I'm not paying that much or whatever, because you're paying to get in. I'm absolutely with them on that. Yeah. I mean, there's You're paying to park. You're paying this. You're paying for a hotel room. It all adds up to a lot of money. And then you get there, and it's like, this is crazy price. So I've walked away before.
0: I've heard, uh, I mean, I stopped getting autographs when I jumped into the film world you know you're, you're you're trying to be a par i'm hoping one day i hit something that i could be doing cons you know like that's mm-hmm. really the end game but you know i I've, I've always found some of these people that are like a hundred hour mark or even more they're meeting you for one minute mm-hmm. and some of them aren't smiling oh, some yeah. of them aren't like this is a big or experience like, yeah. for someone to stay in line yeah for for you know like it's a hundred dollars, put a fake smile on. I don't I don't care what it is. Like someone's handing you $100 a hundred dollars a minute. I feel like smile.
1: most of our guests, almost all of them, are really generally happy to be there and I'm happy to meet fans just like as happy as they are to their celebrity. But yeah. A hundred bucks is I think it's way too high. Um, maybe for
0: Robert England or something like that. But I, I got him for twenty dollars back in the day. But yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying, yeah i mean yep.
1: if it's somebody you really love you'll pay anything but like I, I you'll feel ripped off at the end of it so i i always encourage people to stay in the 30 to 40 dollar range um yeah. i think that's reasonable and you'll get a line and that's why i see you know felissa i see um tiffany shep Shepus and uh great Alex vincent yeah, great like girl. You know, all those guys have lines. And Clint Howard, too, last show, he was, he was really inexpensive. And he was, I think it was 50 or 60 for both, for a picture and an autograph. And then, you know, that's why he has a line. And that's why this other person doesn't. So it's also about personality, too. And if you look intimidating or if you're on your phone or uh, you're looking down, you don't look engaged, Yep. Some people don't want to come up to you. So it's uh, that that hurts me too. Because as a promoter, if they have a guarantee and they're there to make it, if they act that way, I'm not going to have you back because you're not going to make your money or because you're a Debbie Downer or you're, you know, looking at your phone the whole time. Yeah. Like I want someone that's going to be engaging with fans. And that's why a lot of them come back. But, have you
0: have you gotten from people you've had before? I know you have established relationships, like you're talking about with Felicia Rose. Like she's yeah. out a lot, but I mean, have you got someone whose head got blown up? You know, I'm not saying name names, but like it was this price last time, and now it's this price for a guarantee, and you're like, what what happened here? Like, what what are you, what are you trying to do here?
1: Um, maybe once or twice, but I most of the time, not really. I think the ones that do a lot of the shows, they know. They know what to to price it at, um, and you know it's it does. That's why on a lot of the contracts that I do, or even before I have a contract, I ask, "What's your prices? You know, what are your prices? What do you charge?" Because it's good to have it in writing and good to know be- before they get there. Um, I've had a few people change their prices, or agents change their prices when they get there. And then I had a lot of fans upset, so um, you know it can happen like that. But hope, but you know, hopefully it doesn't happen that much. But it's uh, I think with the guests that we have, I think the prices are are usually reasonable. Um, that's why I try not to get someone that big. We at, at one time we were getting pretty big guests, and I kind of scaled that back just because of that issue with the pricing that the fit come, they spend, you know, this amount of money on the celebrities, this amount of money on the vendors, and it's kind of even and the vendors are happy, the celebrities are happy. When you have these big prices for celebrities, they don't spend their money on the vendors. And then you don't have your vendors don't want to come back. And, you know, it's, a, you know, vendors are as important
0: as celebrities
1: to me, so
0: Not a doubt, yeah. Uh, But uh, you've done it. I've done it. So yeah, you know, we experienced every side of this, you know. So yeah, yeah, you you know. So it's important.
1: It's really important. Um, I love all our vendors, and we've had ones that are still doing the show since the beginning. So um, we're really lucky because I shop them all the time. Um, I try. I try to at least. (laughs) Sometimes I don't have time because I'm running.
0: I'm running past you like this. So
1: <laughs> Yeah.
0: It, it, it's uh you're like hosting a party where you, you can't really have fun at is really what you're what you're well, doing. Well, you put the party on for everybody else yeah. and yeah.
1: that's okay with me because that's what I know I have that's my that's I know that's my job. And I you know, literally every five minutes there's a fire you have to put out. I yep. think last, last time someone got stuck in the elevator, the fire alarm went off in the parking garage somebody's purse was stolen off the floor um there was somebody stealing
0: badges there's like it's just uh, one thing after another how do they even Um, steal a badge what are these people doing setting their badges down is that what they're doing i don't know somebody (laughs) or one of the somebody was asking for badges or trying to
1: to buy them off somebody um one of the agent's purses were, was stolen
0: off her chair but it came back They were trying to buy the badges why don't they just buy the ticket they're still getting inside <laughs> trust me I, don't know.
1: I have a great security team i have a great um escort service um for the celebrities um black jacket um escorts and uh joe sumo and his guys they are amazing um they make sure everybody's safe and and then Chris Sarney, who was who's at the front of my uh, uh, area, and he kind of just sure oversees everything. And like the minute the purse, they heard the purse was stolen, they locked down the the exits and uh, wouldn't let anybody in or out. And then it was returned in like five minutes. So nice, very. You know, Atlantic City's a little rough sometimes with crime, but um, luckily. Um, most of the, we have some things stolen ourselves, believe it or not, but um it, for the most part, we've been okay, so and I have an overnight security team, a couple of people that walk the floor, make sure the vendor stuff is safe um and all that so great, great we are we're you know it's it's a twenty four hour job, even I don't really sleep especially at the shows. I'm always up texting <laughs> or calling or on the floor fixing a banner or a table or something like that. So it's always, always moving, but I love it. So. Sweet.
0: All right, Ryan. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Why don't you, I know you got like so many shows. <laughs> That's okay. Feel
1: free to plug away. The floor is yours. You can go to nJharacon.com for New Jer- all of New Jersey Haricons info. Um, we have shows there April 8th, 9th and 10th as a showboat in Atlantic City. Uh, we have Eric Roberts and Tiffany Shepes and a, a bunch of other great guests. You can check on the guest page. Um, and then PA HorrorCon is actually coming up next, uh, March 5th and 6th. Um, you can go to pahoricon.com for all that. Um, and that is at the Delta Marriott. It's going to become a Delta Marriott. It's the center hotel right now in Allentown, Pennsylvania. Um, we have about 20 guests there. There's probably about 30 guests at New Jersey Horicon. Um, over 100 vendors at New Jersey HorrorCon, about 60 of them at PA. It's a little smaller venue. It's only our second PA HorrorCon. Um, and then I have a new show, Classic Rewind Weekend, which is on June 24th, 5th, and 6th. And that's at the Showboat as well in Atlantic City, New Jersey. And also, I, I'm doing a couple horror sideshow markets, which is kind of like a mini-con. Um, there's about five celebrities and then about 50 vendors. And that's uh, May 14th uh, in Allentown at the. Delta Hotel outside in the parking lot. And then I think I'm doing another one of those in October, too.
0: Sweet, sweet. So, and you're um, also peaches. Yes. And you're uh you're on Instagram, Facebook, and all that stuff too, yeah, right? Uh Ryan, uh Ryan Scott
1: Weber and then uh is me and then NJ Harakon and PA Harakon are the handles for that. Right. Um, classic Rewind Weekend as well. Wait. But thanks so much for this this is awesome and absolutely that, that and we I could talk
0: say, again more when something else happens. absolutely and i would just say uh tell i always say this at the end thank you to for my audience here thank you for everyone who tuned in thank all the convention people that are going to be checking this out yeah please give us a, a like on facebook and instagram under average superstar tv please give us a like subscribe comment and share on youtube and we have a new show that drops every Monday morning. And we're awesome. also available on Spotify, Amazon, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. So, Ryan, one more time. I <laughs> thank you so thank much you. for being thank a you. part of this. Thank you and so much with thank that. You. We'll uh, see say, you on the shows. Yes, check those shows out. And uh, we'll see you next week.